Hey everyone, welcome back to Navigating Netflix Originals. As always, I'm Madison, and as always, I'm joined by Jamie. That's me. It is, and I have no idea how long it's been since the last time we recorded an episode, <laughs> or since the last time we uploaded one, but it's been a hot minute at this point, I'm gonna say. <laughs> it's been a very long time, and I apologize for that. So, yeah, I have no idea when this one's even going to get posted, ultimately, <laughs> We, we're like several behind on posting them too, I think, at this point. Um, but that's okay. Thank you for whenever in time this eventually reaches your ears for joining us. Yes. <laughs> and today we are going to be talking about a part two movie to, we discussed the part one last year sometime, I believe, when it first came out, which was Murder Mystery. And so today we'll be, we will be talking about Murder Mystery 2. Yes. Which, in case you forgot, it's the one with Jennifer Anston and Adam Sandler, who are detective couples who also seem to cause a lot of death <laughs> around them inadvertently. Yes. <laughs> um, and uh, I remember we both really enjoyed the first one, uh, surprisingly yes. to us. Um, yeah. And, and... I think we both watched it kind of expecting not to like it, but yeah. then like, really liked <laughs> yeah it's like a weird like yeah jennifer and adam sandler like they make a weird like very good dynamic duo it's a it's a strange combo that really works and i don't, yeah. don't quite get it <laughs> i don't understand why it works but I, like jennifer anston and adam sandler are my new favorite like movie couple yeah. i don't know how or why but the chemistry <laughs> is just very much there with them and it really in, like is way yeah but i feel like it would only work in this kind of like comedic setting i don't think they would make like a good drama couple maybe. Ag agreed yeah they're yeah. yeah in a comedy setting it's perfect yeah yeah because yeah and yeah. i feel like this is almost um if you guys are familiar at all with adam sandler's older stuff like billy madison or happy gilmore um, speaking of which, the one of the names of the production companies for this was Happy Madison, which was a combination of Billy Madison and Happy Kilmore. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. As a Madison, it made me happy. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Um, but this this kind of has a, like a modern take on the vibes of some of his older comedy that that I like. Yeah. <laughs> that comes comes through in this and where the kind of comedy that adam sandler like shines playing <laughs> yes yeah it's it's very much uh, a movie that's like over the top yes unfortunate situations that spiral out of control endlessly yes and crazy shit happens one after another that's pretty yeah. much this entire thing like all the way till the very last scene which i have a lot of questions about okay <laughs> but we'll, we'll get there a little, a little bit later. But um, yeah, like I this this movie takes place four years after the first one, and the premise is kind of like after they solved the mystery in the first movie, they w quit their jobs and just like just decadenated their lives to becoming private detectives, which was not going well for them. No. And they get invited to go back to the Maharaja's wedding. And it's kind of like just take two of, you know, death and destruction yeah. <laughs> that, that they are not causing, but that is happening all around them. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, some of it they definitely cause, maybe yeah. inadvertently, yeah. but... Yeah, but, but yes. they were not 
intending to harm anyone necessarily. Although, what's her name? Jennifer Audrey. Audrey definitely becomes what does he call her? Uh, an axe killer in this yeah. movie. <laughs> he does. Um, yeah, that scene is hilarious just because like. After she accidentally axes him in the head, he's like twitching and stuff. She's like, no, no, he's still alive. He's fine. <laughs> Those are like death jerks or whatever he says to her. And, and to clarify, this, are, these are like bad criminals who have kidnapped yes. them and intend to kill them. So the fact that she kills him is more self-defense than axe murdery. But it yeah. was with an axe. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the, the one of the premises of this movie is that in the in the process of trying to get their detective certification type thing, they're meant to have taken a course with uh, the agent Miller, and so yeah. all throughout the thing, Audrey at first, and then at the end, um, we know that Nick too has actually read it despite right. acting like yep. an idiot. Um, She's kind of like going through the steps to be like, okay, this is what we have to do, X, X, and Y. This is what Miller would say we have to do here. Um, and almost every time it gets derailed, you know, because he's like, okay, yeah. what are the steps? You do this, you just, you do not go with them to another location. And right. immediately they're just in the van driving away to a different location. <laughs> yeah. Which, which, of course, like, they are supposed to have not only been taking this or reading this book by this Miller guy, but he, like, pops out of the ocean at <laughs> the very beginning of the, the movie as, like, he's going to be the prime detective to try and rescue the Maharaja who's been kidnapped the night before his wedding. So, like, this iconic um, detective that they have actually been learning from is now there and running kind of the investigation. <laughs> yeah, I love, too, that he recognizes their names and kind of knows that they're already like trouble (laughs) she's like oh thank you like then he's like no not in a good way (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah so from all the shit that happened on their first vacation there you know (laughs) definitely and we do have our colonel who makes a, a comeback in this movie uh missing an arm but yes but you know i it appears as though he also sacrifices the second one at the end of this. <laughs> yes, once again, does. save the Maharaja. He's just like sacrificing every part of his body for this guy. <laughs> yeah. One one piece at a time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I like... But, uh, Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say that I liked the way that... Um, obviously, because it is a murder mystery, we have, we're trying to figure out actually who kidnapped we're really trying to figure out who murdered who at first um and i liked that like in in some ways it was a little i don't know if you found the the same but because of the unpredictable nature of the plot it wasn't as easy to suss out exactly who it was to begin with whereas i feel like a lot of murder mysteries for me i'm like oh this is x and y but for this i was like i mean honestly could be any single person yeah, at the beginning, like, I definitely thought it was going to be the sister, but then, yeah. like, it very clearly becomes, like, oh, it's not the sister, it's this other guy, but then at the end, the sister did kind of have some influence in it. It was yeah. part of the whole situation. So I felt, like, sort of justified in suspecting her at the beginning. Um, I did not expect Miller to end up being evil. <laughs> right. 
Well, and and they obviously the the movie did do a couple of the tropes by trying to get us to think that it was Claudette, you know, the Vikram's um, fiance. But immediately for that, I'm always like, ah, eh, you're pushing that yeah. too hard. Like that one's clearly not the case. But um, uh, she wanted you to think it was the Countess, and the Countess was definitely crazy, but yes. she, she had not kidnapped the Maharajas. Yeah, the whole Countess scenario with like. Imani, her like giggling sidekick. Yeah. <laughs> and they... she just randomly at the end. <laughs> yeah. Like, what is this? But it wasn't enough murder, you know? They had to start killing each other. <laughs> but yeah, Miller being involved was a bit of a shock. And I, especially because, you know, he had the whole scene where he was blown up in the car. Right. And uh, so, I think, yeah, there was yeah. like a brief moment when he took the, the case after they crashed into the cafe where I was like, oh, it's him. And then because he blew up, they, they successfully misled me to think that it was not. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, then I, that, I suspected him like, yeah, right after he took the case there, I was like, oh, no. But they do a very convincing job at making it look like he dies. Yeah. And I like the follow up to that where like the car blows up. Someone comes and plucks the case out of the fire, and then they're immediately hit by a truck. <laughs> it's like yeah, just, so the case that they're lugging around. In case you haven't watched it, is like got tons of money in it, so yeah. everybody wants this case. I love that. Like at the very end, where they chase them all up to the top of the Eiffel Tower, Nick does the thing that I've been like screaming at them at the screen for them to do the whole time, which was just open the case, let all the money fly everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Then it's fun and they'll chase after it and leave you alone and he finally does that from the top of the eiffel tower so that made me feel good <laughs> yeah yeah well you have to have that dramatic moment where the money is flying all over the city and yeah. all that can you imagine oh my gosh i mean that would be cool when you're you know in france later <laughs> go walk next to the eiffel tower and look for money on the ground there you go <laughs> with the amount of pickpockets that are usually around the eiffel tower i probably won't have any any luck but that's true <laughs> I love that they end up in Paris too, because like yeah. at the beginning, um, Audrey is talking about like wanting to go to Paris. It, like it's her favorite city. She's never been there, but she wants you know to go someday. And then they end up getting dragged there for like such a silly reason, being that like because Nick was the one who saw the kidnapping happen. The kidnappers are refusing to speak with anybody except for Nick, which doesn't make any sense. Right. They would like want to drag this random guy into this situation to begin with, <laughs> but yeah, no, it does um, not, especially you know, given his apparent, you know, like everything that everyone knows about Nick and Audrey. Like, I feel like you would not want to involve them at all, yeah, like, but but they're but yet they do, and so they get to go to Paris for what seems like for free, um, to like track this guy, <laughs> yeah. Who apparently runs off to Paris with the Maharaja, which seems like a really long way to take somebody you're kidnapping. Yeah, I can't remember where they, where did they start? Some island paradise. Yeah, some island paradise, but I don't know where it was located in the world. Someplace tropical. <laughs> yeah, and they go all the way to Paris. Yeah. Maybe it's closer than we realize. Maybe. <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, in the end, we we find out that the the sister is involved. Yes, she had what had she hired Miller? 
I, I don't know. Super clear. <laughs> My guess is that ye... they must somehow be involved with each other, yeah. Although Maybe Miller that's... is now dead, so. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It doesn't really matter anymore. And she just seems like she's just going to get away with it. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I do, I did enjoy the scene where they get to drive one of those fancy little cars again. And Nick thinks he's going to get the drive this time. But when they get in it, it's like a, a car where the steering wheel is on the other side from what they were expecting. He <laughs> gets to drive again. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. <laughs> Which was hilarious. <laughs> um. <laughs> Um, oh, we didn't talk about the inspector and his, the random woman that oh, yeah. he was in with at the hotel scene, or not the I guess, is is there like an actual restaurant halfway up the Eiffel Tower? There is, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, well, there you go, at the restaurant halfway up the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, um, my understanding is that it's a very exclusive restaurant, but I've never been, so. Yeah, know. well, that makes sense. Excellent. <laughs> But yeah, Susan arrives and, you know, 10 years ago, I met someone on study abroad and we said we'd meet here if like X and Y was happening. Uh, but like they're in like the Maharaja's there with like a bomb strapped to his chest <laughs> and the inspector's been shot. And she just like walks in looking for the love of her life. But perhaps she finds him. <laughs> yeah, I think she did, which is good because what, you know, uh, well, I don't know. Maybe the other guy was there, and now he's missed out on meeting That's back true. up with her because they were forced to evacuate. Something like that. That's true. Or because they rented out the whole restaurant that night for their transaction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't able to get a reservation there. Yeah. Well, I guess if you yeah. if you already have a case of $60 million or whatever, why not yeah. do whatever to rent out that space for a day? That's true. I did like the idea that the inspector could draw phallic sh- or could blow phallic shaped smoke rings. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Those interactions with anything involving the sheriff or the sheriff, the detective was like inspector. The inspector was just crazy. I'm like, what is yeah. happening here? Oh, he might have been my favorite character. He's just very silly, even from like the opera scene where like they're like wearing essentially costumes and right. end up tying him up so that he's not involved or whatever. Yes. <laughs> and he seems to enjoy it just like a little too much. Right? Yes, he does. <laughs> okay, so that, that kind of brings us to the end yeah. where they saved the Maharaja, they've killed Miller accidentally. And the Maharaja repays them with $10 million inside of a tote bag that is worth $3 million and a helicopter with their own private pilot, mm-hmm. who then proceeds to steal all of the cash from them and jump out of the helicopter, leaving them presumably to crash to their death. Right. <laughs> and that's how the movie ends. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> like, what are we supposed to think happens here? They are like these dumb American detectives. They don't know how to fly a helicopter. <laughs> like, what are they going to do? So um, now they make a part three. So yeah. I know how they get out of this situation. I was going to say they're almost either somehow one of them will have taken a 20 minute online crash course to know how to do it somehow. <laughs> or they're going to find, you know, parachutes to jump out or something. The oh, other parachutes. Good. And they're going to have to track down their $13 million. In the dinosaur leather satchel bag or whatever. 
I oh just, my gosh. Oh man, can you imagine that's like millions of dollars? Good God. In a bag. They should really just put that in like a bank account. Yeah, seriously, like that would solve a lot of these problems. Like who needs 10 million in cash? Just like sitting in a bag at your feet. <laughs> a very expensive bag. Yeah, $3 million dinosaur leather bag. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, so this movie is ridiculous in case you did not gather that from our conversation about it. Yes. <laughs> but it is really funny. And the chemistry between Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler is really great. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. It's Maybe a lot. Movies. Yeah. It's a nice um, sort of like no stakes involved watch. Yes. <laughs> You'll laugh and it'll be funny. And if you get up and leave the room and come back five minutes later, it's okay. You yes. don't even have to pause it. You can pretend like old fashioned TV and you don't even have to pause it. There you go. You don't have to even make a sprint to the bathroom during a commercial break. Right. <laughs> oh, we didn't talk. I just saw in my notes uh, Francisco highlighted. There was also this like amorous guy who really wanted to sleep with Audrey and that was basically his character arc. Yeah, that that was his whole personality was this he has had sex with what 10,000 women. That was actually one of my quotes. He says to her, "I have made love to more than 10,000 women. None as ravishing as you." And then Nick responds to him, "I've made love to one woman and I did it terribly, by the way." <laughs> <laughs> like he's bragging about it somehow. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, and Audrey's just like caught in the middle between these two men. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh that man. So that was a that was a good quote. Do you have other quotes, Anya? Um, I have one more by Nick when he when they first get to the island of paradise and he just says, The flamingos have diapers on them so they don't crap the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just weird. Like just let them crap the lawn, it's fine. Like, or don't have wild animals running around. Because, like, all of them had diapers on it. It was the weirdest thing. He had all these exotic animals, and they all had diapers on them. I mean, I'm sure it was all CGI, but it was yeah. weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, I only have really two quotes. Um, the first one is uh, a couple of different ones, but within the, the, the moment when the Countess has Nick and Audrey um, tied up and... You know, Imani is there, her her sidekick, and they're kind of like, you know, telling Imani that she's going to be double-crossed and stuff. And uh-huh. then um, that just so happens that almost immediately after, the Countess does shoot Imani. And I think Audrey says, oh, my God, that is the cliche right there. And then Imani shoots um, the Countess and says, triple-cross. And, and then they say, oh, my God, we are totally getting blamed for these assholes being dead. <laughs> I mean, it's probably true, though. Yeah. And then the only other quote I have was with Susan, that woman and the inspector. And she's, like, reaching for something. And she's like, this? Oh, no. That's your penis. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which I feel like is just constantly halfway erect through that entire scene. Through that entire movie, honestly. Probably. (laughs) Very into, like, people looking in his pockets for various things. (laughs) Yes, he is. But um, I also noticed that I wanted to give a nice shout-out to um, one of my favorite singers, uh, Lisa LeBlanc. She's a Canadian, Acadian singer. And she sings in French, but also in English. And one of her songs was actually in this. 
um, during a sort of, I think it was during a chase scene or something. It was kind of like a folky rock song, but. That's awesome. But yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, Lisa. I did not recognize any of the music, but that was really cool. That is fair. So yeah, I mean, interesting things to come in the next movie, if there is one. I guess if they don't do a next movie, we just assume they died. Exactly. (laughs) That'd be a safe assumption. Although, you know, they seem to get themselves out of situations like burning rooms. That's true. Other things. Oh my gosh, the scene where her coat is on fire and he just (laughs) jumps them through the window. It's like a 35 second long scene from like every angle of them just falling, tumbling in slow motion out the window into the moat around the castle that they appear to have been in. <laughs> yes, that entire like the preamble into the chateau where like Nick is convinced that he can do a a, um, a long jump across the moat. <laughs> oh, it's like, like, no, that's, oh, no, you're right. That's more than three yards. I guess I can't do that. It's more like a 15 yards. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody can jump that. All right. Oh, man. But yeah, so that is, um, that's pretty much Murder Mystery 2. Yeah, pretty much. Um, definitely recommend it. Watch the first one as well, because they're both really good. Yeah. Especially if you like Jenna Cranston and Adam Sandler. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, so, I mean, thanks everyone for listening. Apologies again that, uh, you know, it's been so long. Um and uh, hopefully we'll make it a little more regular from now on. I know on. we do that every time. But... We do, but the intention's there, but it's the execution yeah. that's difficult sometimes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we are. We have full intentions. So. Yeah. Recording every week. Exactly. Sure. But yeah, so um, if you have any suggestions for us, uh, we're always happy to hear about them. Feel free to reach out on Twitter at NNO Podcast. Or you can send us an email to navigatingnetflixoriginals at gmail.com. And feel free to send us any suggestions you have of shows and or movies you would like us to discuss in the future. There we go. Thanks again, everyone. And until next time. Bye. Goodbye.